Welcome, everybody, to the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Andy. I'm joined by Flash, Greg, and Vito. What's up, fellas? How's it going? Vito is uh, nursing an an injury that may whip him away from the podcast at any moment. So we're we're prepared for that. And John, when you listen to this, because I know you listen to every episode, I just want to say... Well, I sure am sad that you can't be here with us. I hope that you enjoy the new place you're moving into right now. As Sorry we speak. you got murdered by that ghost. God, I'm just thinking about how many funny jokes he's writing in his, you know, I know. In his off time. I know. Oh, there's going to be some good ones. I know. I, I, know I, I don't want to tell our listeners that this is not going to be a funny podcast because, you know, I, 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 I hope it will be. But no, I think you should know. tell them that well, to prepare them. Yeah, There's well, not going to be jo- any humor in this one. I, I, I don't know if we've made it clear before, but John is kind of the funny guy of the group, right? Yeah, he um, actually writes all our jokes. By a long shot. Yeah. By, by I mean, a if while, you think about it, shot. we're never going to have yeah. a funny podcast again. John's been gone so long. He's gone like feral at this point. No I, contact I really, with any humans. Oh, so he, he's lost his funny... But, nah, nah. Yeah. He's got grandma. He's got grandma to bounce bounce jokes uh, off. Of. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure grandma's hilarious. Frank Penny. I don't think. I don't think she's a probably lot of, a fucking. Yeah, you, she's probably hysterical. Did you see I don't that think a lot that, of old humor dude, would uh, pass. Yeah, she looked see, pissed, bro. Did you see that picture? I, I'm still laughing about that. That was comedy gold. She probably she probably yeah. zinged John with a one liner right after he took that picture. Your humor is I, hereditary. I, totally I don't know if you guys know that, so. Absolutely. Listen, I you know I've got some experience in biology, and it's my 100% parents accurate. Unfunny. My parents are incredibly lives. unfunny. My mom is actually hilarious, but unfortunately, um, I got the recessive gene. Oh, uh, actually, you know what? My dad's funny. He's he's pretty good at uh making me feel bad. So you know, <laughs> I think it's good. His jokes. And and honestly, that is pretty funny. It is. Yeah, that was funny for me. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. All right, well, let's get no, back on track. We got a humor. Yeah, I, I know, right? Like we just listened to the last few minutes, and you can feel John's absence. Uh, I want to <laughs> start the roundtable <sighs> with our injured uh, boy Vito. Uh, I think I already know what you're going to talk about, though. It's a game you and I have been playing together for oh, yeah. a while. It's a game I can't play in real life right now. But you can play. I stabbed in- myself in the hand. <laughs> but luckily, that is, that that is true. You did do that. I stabbed myself in the hand. Wait, did uh, you do that well, to get out of dodgeball? <laughs> well, no, that's I mean, the I'm thing. not like no, 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 no. dodgeball. V- 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 well, no, hang on. He he's blown the lid off of it. You see, Vito plays in the community dodgeball league, and the big game was on the same day that the new hit game Knockout City launched, and Vito, you know. He's no quitter. I just, right? I just rather he, do it digital, you know. So he 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 broke a finger, or he sorry, he nearly severed a finger that was a uh, non vital to real life dodgeballing, but still let him be uh, average at Knockout City. Uh, okay, I'm above average. I, I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. Vito, Vito, me and you, especially when we're a team, we win every time. In my mind, dude. we win every time. I was like, "Is that yeah. true?" Doesn't sound. Doesn't sound. I love really setting up Andy that. for with a pass and. Dude, that's ooh, what's up. It just it just feels you good. You just think about you just think about what happens afterwards. 
That's the that's uh, the real thing about that game that it's managed to bottle for me is just that team magic. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. And and you're communicating the whole time back and forth, but like it manages to like teach you how to be uh, how to play as a team without necessarily talking all the time. So like you can just get into this vibe. You know? Mm-hmm. Have you guys played any solo yet? I I oh. have not. I played tons of solo. Oh, sorry. You mean one on one? No. I yeah. No, no, no. I just by yourself. Like by game. yourself. Oh, yeah. I, I played hours, hours okay. and hours by okay. myself. Yeah. I, I so have not done that. To in your opinion? Still good? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was the first one to get it, so I played hours by myself. And, you know, obviously, it's like any game. It's like playing Rocket League, which will probably make a bunch of comparisons. But, uh, you know, it's like playing Rocket League by yourself. It's always better to have some, some verbal communication, if you can, uh, to set up passes um mm-hmm. but you know i didn't i didn't feel like i was missing out too much and so i, I wasn't right. playing rank, ranked or nothing uh i like the game i like the game a lot um i liked it this is knockout city just to reiterate knockout city for, yeah everybody <laughs> yeah, um, city yeah there was a trial available on steam uh and the game's also uh, on and I, uh what's that and, and, actually, and actually you could still play a trial right so the first yeah, 10 days to the game was totally Right, first ten games days again, which is totally free. That one does pass, but they've since updated, so you can play up to twenty. I mean, you can just literally play the game up to twenty five, like Flask. Mm-hmm. You know, you were kind of considering whether or not you wanted to get it, and last night, you know, you were able to just download it and play with us, and just w- play with us exactly as we would normally play. You know, um, yeah, yeah. Except you couldn't join the damaged crew. Uh-huh. Right, well, you um, can't, you can't, you can't join crews, and you can't like make parties. Um, so you would have, like Flash can't invite us to his game, but you know, as long as you're playing with friends. Along. Yeah, there's how no reason not that? to how try it out. That demo for or how long until level twenty five? Is that Rank that twenty five seems... in game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I played a whole session. That, that, that's, that's probably. I was gonna say I that's only probably got halfway like, there. I was gonna say that's probably three to four hours of gameplay at least. I mean, it's probably about three to four hours of gameplay. I bet, like about two. Sessions worth of game is what I w- would be willing to peg that at. Shit, that if you're playing be. with me and Andy, pff, forget about. Oh it. well, Probably yeah, like thirty that's minutes a, of game that, play. That's the thing too. You're gonna level up pretty fast playing with us because we're. But I, w- I was playing with you fast, and Andy. <laughs> I, I yeah. Was weird. Uh, yeah, I love the mechanics of the game. Uh, I'm, I, I, you know, throwing the ball. Uh, catching it, you got to time your catches. Passing the teammates when you when you pass the ball, it charges up your ball uh, instantly. So there, like, there's an incentive to to pass and not be a ball hog, which I think is like super important. Um, curving the ball, lobbing the ball. What else could you do with that ball? Um, uh, you can do all kinds of things. Um, and I should make clear that like I. The decision to focus on that aspect of the game it was definitely a, an intentional design decision because um, the ball auto locks on to the player. You know, throwing a ball at a player is not is trivial. You know, that yeah. is not where the, it's not about like a being a it's not about like being a precision shooter because a lot of the stuff, a lot of the buttons you hit, they just work when you hit them. There's like little aiming involved. You know, it's, it's just really about like thinking like a team. Which is the stuff I like yeah. most in, in multiplayer games, anyway. One hundred percent, and yeah, my favorite thing about the game so far is that the mechanics 
are simple. I think I was like a little off put at first immediately when I found out that um, the ball auto locks on. And then that dissipated also immediately because it doesn't matter. Uh, the game's still, uh, it's got a very simple, um, what do you call it? Like tool set, but uh, gameplay can be complex. And, you know, it does seem like kind of like Rocket League where like the skill ceiling is pretty high because we're playing ranked right, right now. Right. And, you know, as we get higher ranked, we're facing off fucking teams that are, you know, just really good at catching and positioning themselves and working as a team. Um, and, 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 but I feel like that's like, we're learning a lot. You know what I mean? We see what these guys do as a team when we're like, we're a team. We should do that. There's no reason why we're not doing that. Exactly. We should ult more, you know, stuff like that. Right. Now I have a question. Team, what's that? Uh, I'm going to have to ask you guys to address your hypocrisy here. Um, the, the mini game in It Takes Two, where you s- throw snowballs at one another, that also has a lockdown <laughs> mechanic. So, what the All hell? Right. All yeah, right, but there was no that, dodge. That, there's no it. catching it. You couldn't catch the yeah, snowball. There's, no, like, there's, there's no nothing movement. you could do. Right, yeah. and, that, and that's, the other, that's the other thing, too, uh, about te- working as a team. Catching is not that hard most of the time. Not saying, not saying that like you're gonna catch every ball because you're not. Sometimes yeah. you just. It's easy enough that somebody up. lobs one from you and you see him lobbing it at you, and nothing else is happening. It's pretty trivial to catch the ball. That's when you know when you, things get a little more when complicated. When they're coming at you, there's two or three of them, and and all of a sudden the guy in front of you passes the ball to the guy in the far right, then he passes it back, and you know that can, uh, with how fast these balls move when they're charged, combined with like the rate of your thinking and moving and like you're figuring out what's about to happen. Like they can catch you off guard really easy. You know, the game, everything about that game is easier to work as a team. And it comes down to like the game rates, your total knockouts by including your finishes where you actually killed them. Plus your assists and your KDR includes your assists. Like the game is signaling everywhere that this is a game that you play as a squad. Um, well, yeah, especially because everyone has two hit points, so you know you can right. you can help very easily kill someone. Right, right. You can help kill somebody, but it's not like you can run in there and just you know get wipe up ten o wipe a team. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even if you're really good at the game, I mean, you're going to get hit if if the other team is playing really well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, you just can't catch two balls at the same time, right? You know, or you can't catch a ball. Uh, if you again, if someone throws a ball at you from behind and someone's throwing a ball from the front, but then there's you know, you're gonna yeah, get... but then there's even mechanics for deflecting. You know, different ways to deflect another ball. Right, right, for sure. Like you can throw yeah. a ball at it, or you or you can like uh, dodge, dodge into, into it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ta- tackle into it. A lot of a lot of little complexity in the game that seems really simple. Uh, simple. Um, uh, now, now that being said, I don't want to oversell the simplicity of the game because there, there's certainly a learning curve. Because like while every button that you can do has simple functions that work easily. There's a lot of buttons you can press. There's a lot of things yeah. that you can do. You there, you have a lot of simple tools, but you have a lot of simple tools. And it's certainly going to be a learning curve remembering all the things you can do and, and knowing when to do them. You know, I mean, early on, I was definitely, I still am definitely... Uh, you know, mixing up my buttons in moments of uh, intensity uh, uh, and panicking yeah, sure. a little bit and not knowing exactly which function and, and, and I want to some, do until it's too late. 
And sometimes you don't understand it. Like somebody would would jump into my hand, like they go into a team ball and jump to my hand, and I would just instinctively team ball myself and like not <laughs> drop them. And it's like like an, like an that? armadillo. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like why why did I do that? Like what what why on earth? Like why did my finger go there? You know. Um, yeah, I think the way the tutorial is broken down is kind of smart too, because they teach you like the basics, and then they just say, "All right, you should go play a game now, and if you want to learn more, come back." You know, come back to the tutorials and learn. Yeah, I did everything. I did all stuff. of the tutorials, and it kind of does throw a lot at you if you do them all. Uh, plus, plus, I think right. it gives you maybe a, a different feel because everything in the tutorial is so easy. Mm-hmm. You don't really, like, the tutorial doesn't do anything. And maybe it should make you play a bot game in the tutorial, but it doesn't really do anything to, like, um, to, to capture how the game is in motion. You know what I mean? Yeah. With That's what's anything you really do learn by doing. Right, right. But that uh, overall, it's a great tutorial. I'm just saying, like, it is a pretty drastic jump. Like, you, you spend a bit, the tutorial's 20 minutes or so, maybe. I'm exaggerating, I think. And then you're like, all right, I'm ready for this game. And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm not ready for this game on your first <laughs> game, you know? Yeah. Do you I like everything around the, uh, around the gameplay, too. Like, I, I like... Um, the crew i like the menus they're colorful uh you know simple i like the the um crew system how you could create a crew basically you just name 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 your crew you have a crew vehicle that you could basically get skins for there's a brawl shop where you could edit your your uh character your brawler and there seems to be a lot of content in there and there's a rotating uh and the store is rotating kind of like fall guys i believe um customizing characters is fun um i like the music in the game it's kind of like this mix of uh uh you know like there, there's a track that's definitely like a almost like futuristic like 50s doo-wop sounding on that one small right. map and then there's uh right there's another track that's kind of like electro pop kind of or electro swing which I'm not usually a fan of that genre, but it works in the game, I think, because it's just upbeat and fun. Um, I was noticing those influences good, good that like, that you just mentioned in the design of the outfits as well, like the clothing. Exactly, yeah, like a 50s style. Hairstyles. Like, uh, yeah, you got like, uh, what do you call And in it? the environments Greaser as well, like there's the, uh, the, the diner, there's a, you know, the 50s diner. Yeah, there's something nostalgic about it, basically. Yeah. They're going I like the, uh, the announcer. I can't, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think he's not. not Is he from another thing, another game? I don't know. Uh, I like that. that, I like that. There's a lot of places they can go, and I took a peek at the roadmaps. You know, they're they're going to add more special balls. They're going to add more maps. They're going to add more playlists. Like even this season, they said they want to add up to seven playlists. But you know, even the special balls, like that, totally changes up a match. And you know, your opinion may. Vary your your taste is going to be different. Uh, sometimes change the map up a little bit better in your opinion. Sometimes it might make make the match a little different ways you don't like. But there's a variety, is what I'm saying. And I, and, you know, it's stuff like I don't personally like the sniper ball matches. Um, but you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, also, I'm also not that good at it yet. But you know, I could see some people saying that's their favorite Same. type of match. You know. Yeah, favorite ball right now is definitely the cage ball, just because it's fun. If basically there's a lot to ball, do with it. Yeah, yeah, you throw it at somebody, and if and if you get them, if you hit them, it puts them 
into the ball. Like the ball is like a little cage and then they roll around and they're going to try to roll away from you. But if you, you could then pick them up and throw them at their teammates or what I like to do, what a lot of people like to do is just throw them off the map if you're quick enough. Or, um, or, or you could just throw a ball at them while they're in a cage and it'll take damage. You know, there's a lot too. you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't messed with any other the uh, playlists. Uh, I feel like the main playlist is like where it's at, you know? Um, the, yeah. So that's so interesting that they're the, adding more. Yeah. Uh, well, there's like four playlists already. Um, I, I don't know all of them. There's a 1v1, you know, there's a 4v4. Um, right. That, that's the one I'd be interested in checking out. It's a cool concept where there's no balls on the map. You just have to use your teammates as balls because right, your, your teammates right. could roll up into a ball and you could throw them. Right, which means there's going to be a lot of people, and every text can be a one bonk, because either an ult or uh, right. yeah, it'll be one bonk. We should try that sometime. Uh, but we yeah. play the classic uh, 3v3. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to say about the game. I just uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'll, I'll, I find I'll say that, uh, uh, it, it hits that Rocket League kind of you know yeah uh, spot in my heart it's a, it's a sports game at the end of the day but it's like a fun goofy sports game and it's got uh some complexity to it it's a very fun team game right right it can get really and, intense uh, it'll also be really chill and i'll just say you lose nothing for trying it out you can play up to 12, 25 for free i definitely think you should try to coordinate that with some of your buds who might be interested in checking it out too though because uh mm-hmm. um you know you you might find some enjoyment solo, but team play is definitely where it's at. Yeah. Although I'm kind of all bad three of you at, liked uh, it so much, making calls. I have to absolutely avoid it. Hey, if if you, if, hey. if you need somebody to play with, you can always uh, email us or or no, or that's not happening. Even. Our lawyer said we can't do that. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Yeah, I mean, if Sheesh. if if uh, listeners were interested, I would do a. Uh, Broken Campfire Game Day. You know, tweet us at yeah. Broken Campfire, at Broken Campfire. Sorry, they came up kind of weird. Yeah, Damage um, Crew doesn't hold back though. Tweet us and defeat us. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. This if, is uh, just gonna be a hell of a situation all over oh, again. Man, I would love it. I would love to get that. Is literally fans. what you guys just asked for. I would be so intimidated. Uh, all right, Vitas, that's all you got on your round table. I think that's it. All right. Uh, okay, I got a few things. I read all of the comic, The Boys. Every the issue, boys. every side issue, except the more recent Dear Becky limited run. That was, uh, um, I think it was more like show promotional, if I believe. I can't remember. How many issues is that? 72... About- it's 72 issues in the normal run, but it includes some uh, other side arcs that were released differently for whatever reason. And those side arcs are important. <laughs> yeah, like, it's crazy. I mean, fortunately, I read it all on the the Omnibus, which collates mm-hmm. everything. Um, so they placed those um, arcs in the appropriate places. So for me, it was just, you know, one stream of reading, but I know from being confused like okay this doesn't have an issue number or just you know what i mean um yeah flask you read it also yeah years ago so my memory is less fresh but yeah right i read i read it uh 
you know, after watching both seasons of The Boys. And then I've gone back and I've kind of watched some of the show, too. Uh, I've rewatched most of the first season and a bit of the second since finishing it. The Mad Man. I, th- I think that I appreciate the show more, maybe, having read the comic. And that's not saying that the comic is is bad. I, and Flask has talked about it extensively. Me and Flask have talked about it between each other, and I think we're coming down around the same place. There's some really good stuff in the comic, and not everything the show is doing I necessarily agree with, um, but it is uh, giving a lot of love to the to the property, and, and it's expanding in good and different ways, and way, different ways that are often good, in my opinion. Yeah, there is a bunch of stuff in the comic that you also just have to roll your eyes at because it's just like trying to be right. intentionally edgy or stupid or right know. like i won't give any spoilers previewing it i won't give any spoilers but it's stuff like you know um greg i i told you about the tech night arc a little bit and i'm not going to spoil anything about it but like you know it's kind of funny in the moment but it's also like you, you're rolling your eyes and you're just kind of like reading fast to get to the next thing because you know where the joke's going you know what I mean? <laughs> um you know, the stuff like, and the some things I, I guess, you know, Butcher in the comic is like just a straight psychopath, and in the show they make him a lot more of a, a damaged, emotional kind of guy. You know what I mean? Um, not to say he wasn't like that a bit in the comic, but they've toned him down um, and made him different, and it's stuff like that. I'm like, I, I'm not sure which one I prefer. Um, I feel that way about a lot of the titular characters in The Boys, actually. I would say the female is maybe um, just straight better in the show because she gets real characterization. But, you know, most of the others, I think I'm preferring their comic counterparts. Huh. I'm kind of... That was my main problem with the show. Plus you get a dog, right? Was... Well, Tara's in, in season two. Oh, yeah. Barely, yeah. Though, right? He's looking like one yeah. No, things. he he just pals around with, with but, Butcher, or he hangs out on the hideout yeah, in the comic. Does. Yeah, he's a regular character. Doesn't he? Uh, what the fuck? Doesn't he give him a uh, uh, what is his name? Homelander doll and like fuck it or whatever. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> his thing, and that's that's one of the reasons why he's not in the show more. Is that the thing with terror is that Butcher says fuck it, and terror rapes things for to, to oh. Butcher's amusement. Well, I could see how that wouldn't pass now, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. There's a lot of things that wouldn't pass. Uh, I, I, I am. Uh, it has recontextualized how I think about the boys in some ways. I mean, the show is so radically different that it can't go down many of the trajectories the comic went down. But it's stuff like noticing that the boys comic is ultimately, you know, if you try to like get past the edge and like look at what it's doing at a high level, it's like kind of a commentary on the politics of the time, or like it's somewhat a reflection of the politics of the time. For and sure, the boy, the boys show is doing the same thing in 2020. Um, I mean, I think it's so far going about that in tasteful ways. You know, you can imagine a lot of cringe ways you can go about that. Uh, I think it's been fine so far, though. Uh, so overall, I would say the comics. You know, I recommend if you're really into the boys and you just want to look into what the original boys is and what you know how that portrayal is and you know it gives you a lot to think about with um, how that translates to the show i don't think it ruins your enjoyment of the show um either because i don't know what's going to happen in season three you know i have some ideas about things they might do but really you know the first 
you know, stuff like Translucent's not in the comic, you know. Um, just to name one thing, and that's the first major arc of the show. The show is so different. I think it's the first time on our podcast where somebody's liked the show more than the source material, or the adaptation more than the source material. I'm not going to go that far. I, I don't know. I mean, it it's hard to talk about without having a complete show in front of me, but I think it has potential. And I, I, I think I really like the first two seasons more than what I read in the comics, I guess. So maybe that is fair to say. I don't know. For me, of, it's like kinda... there are high highs in the comic. A lot of it kind of sucks. Uh, the show is more like even, but uh, right. that I'm missing some of the highs in the show. Um, I think the show has some good highs for me. It does. It does. But like I'm, I'm missing some of the... Uh, not just the highs, but also like some of the core components from the comic that I enjoyed, like the parts of the comic that yeah. I actually enjoyed, as right. opposed to didn't like. Right. Sure, some of that sure. is is missing for me. But and I the think show is more even across the board. Yeah, and and I'm hopeful that we're going to get there finally in season three, based on some things that we know without spoiling anything. Uh, it might get more similar, uh, or it might get closer to what we want from particularly the boys next season. Hmm. Uh, beyond that, what I've also like done, I've played a bit more of the Kingdom Hearts 2 endgame. I'm just kind of like playing it, you know, every, uh, really it's been about like once a week the last couple of weeks, but um, I'll play it for a couple hours and I'll uh, play until I get like a little frustrated, a little bored, and I'll just stop. But I don't know how far I'm going to go, but I'm getting kind of far in the endgame. There's a lot of cool bosses at the end of that game. Gameplay is a lot of fun. What is, super tight. What is the endgame? The end game is running around and wiping up um, all the optional bosses, doing the Colosseum stuff. You know, if you're into item synthesis, synthesizing the ultimate item uh, and grinding your forms, which are like different oh. combat styles. Um, as well as there's an end game dungeon that I've cleared. That's pretty cool. For, and like uh I think there's even bosses that people say like you pretty much need to be max level to take uh a whole set of bosses I haven't even touched. How many hours do you have in it now? I I feel like I've left the game on a bit. Do you know? So it's kinda of hard okay. to judge. But the game timer says thirty eight hours. Uh maybe that's okay. more or less accurate, but I would maybe peg it at like ten hours less, perhaps. But then again, sure. I don't know. It's hard to say because then again, uh, not everything adds on to save time. Like I think if I die at a boss, if I think if I spend 30 minutes killing a boss, I feel like it only counts the attempt that succeeded for some weird reason. I could be wrong, but stuff like that. Anyway, 30 to 40 hours. Sure. I don't know why I was expecting more time. I don't It's kind of, it shouldn't. I guess I just in my head for some reason it does sound like a lot for sure uh, beyond that I've recently started uh, playing Psychonauts again I played through it back in the early 2010s like 2013 maybe uh, and I think I, I think I pretty much got 100% run then so it's not like uh, I haven't beat the game before but it's playing again because I'm expecting Psychonauts to do soon and it's a lot of fun you know it's a it's probably been said a million times before. It's got amazing amounts of charm. It's actually making me laugh. Has a 
very fun level design, very fun movement, hits all the platforming um, check boxes. It's a great game. It is. I also uh, started Psychonauts 2 actually last night. Oh, okay. So um, for the uh, for the first time, fantastic. Uh, have you got, had a chance to get uh, any for? Uh, interesting. So I just got to. Uh, they just brain scrambled me, and they put me in that area with a bunch of doors, and that was the last thing I did. Okay, so you've done the first level, and you've uh, gone a bit. What do you What do you think of so far? I like. I I, I enjoy it. Uh, I think some of the characters are fucking ugly as sin, but it's also <laughs> uh, very funny at the same time. Like yeah, it's uh, part of the charm. Like there's like that the bully dude or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, uh, the the guy with the afro. He showed yeah, up. Like, dude, is this that, is, is the ugliest. No, Billy. Maybe that's no. Oh, Billy. Bill, oh, he talking about no Bobby. But Bobby's Bobby. Bobby I mean, Bobby, yeah, Bobby, Bobby with his big big eared friend. I'm like, oh god, he was just so ugly. I was like, dude, ew. <laughs> but uh, he got like rotten gums. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But uh, I enjoyed it. I super uh, like you said. Uh, the level was cool. I like uh, upgrading, looking around, finding stuff. Uh, yeah, do you, you trying to get all the you trying to get all the collectibles? Uh, I might try, but I might not do it all. I'm not gonna lie, uh, I've been a little a word about it this uh, this time. Where um, I've been trying to get like more or less 100 percent at every point in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I have everything that I can get up to this point right now. Um. And I, that game does reward you that way, because uh, you get a lot yeah, of Yeah, I, I kind of guessed because there were like spider webs everywhere, and I wasn't able to get them. So I was like, "All right, hey, I'll come back to these and get these yeah, at some yeah. point." I, I'm not gonna lie. But, uh, After I, I would give each level several times passing over it, but if I was missing a figment or two, I would absolutely look it up. I was like, "I'm not gonna spend another 30, 45 <laughs> minutes looking for this." Some of them can just be straight up hard to see. And that's the thing, too. Like, most of them were in areas I checked many times. They were just, like, very well blended into the background or something. Yep. But, yeah, I, uh, I enjoy it. You should I, you well, should uh, stream me playing it. I'll definitely watch. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned the, uh, you know, the art style, Greg, because, like, I think the way Double Fine does it, and I kind of like this idea, is that for each of their projects... Definitely for Psychonauts. I don't know if they do this for every project, but for each of their projects, they um, select one of their artists whose like whose style, personal style, will become sort of the house style for that game. You know what I mean? Oh, that's so cool. like so like for Psychonauts development, they picked one artist in particular, and his style is the style of Psychonauts, and they went with that for his style because they felt it it's matched cool. the cool. the atmosphere they wanted to. Evoke. Yeah, dude. I mean, it definitely fits. Like, yeah, every, every the characters look ugly and like freaky, but it's <laughs> it kind of fits. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it super fits, and I'm like, I have I have no issue with that. My like, dude, these freaky guys, like that one kid who just blows up squirrels. I was like, all right, hey man, <laughs> me Dogen. <sighs> yeah, game good game though. I'm excited to keep playing it. I'm glad you guys are liking it. Welcome to my game. You'll beat it well, just in time. Fast, uh, you've, you've always known I really like that game. Yes. 
I, 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 you know, like I said, I've 100 percent of this game before, and I'm coming back to it. You know, there's very few, if any, game, very few games that I've done that for, uh, and I have pretty much no complaints. I mean, I'm excited to see what they do with Psychonauts 2. Um, I'm hoping that uh, they keep the charm, though. You know, a sequel 10 years later isn't necessarily. Uh, doesn't necessarily not a safe well. bet. <laughs> it's not a safe. It's not it's, a safe bet, but um, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. So now John, Andy, and Greg have been playing it, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Been playing Psychonauts. So Vito. Well, I need a I need a new single player game. All I've been doing is knockout. It, it, I kind of need something. So maybe, it, you know, maybe it, it's really not that long either. Like it is like not. I said, I've been getting hundred. I've been hundred percenting everything, and I'm like seven and a half to eight hours in, and uh, I'm pretty far. Like I'm uh, over fifty percent, maybe closer to three quarters. And you know the yeah, there's um, no real reason I haven't played it. I just haven't. I think I, I think the Just more recent it. PC, not not the more recent, but I think the like the Steam release, at least, um, fixes some of the more ridiculously broken uh, segments of the game, like the ending. So you guys are basically playing. Uh, I assume the, the best definitive version. Definitive edition. Yeah. Yeah, I'm playing it on Steam. Yeah, yeah. I, I do own it on Steam. Oh shit. So you guys are actually playing like <laughs> like a good version, or I should say, better, slightly improved version. Um, but I mean, I played it on the PS2 back in the day, and I I was one of the weirdos who never had a problem with the broken parts because like I just I just uh, brute forced it until I saw it through, and then when everyone was sure. complaining about it years later, I was like, eh, eh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm not going to need any mods for this, am I? No. Wow, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at achievements I already have. I got rank one I got achieve rank one oh one, which is collect everything in the game, basically. Uh October twenty fourth, two thousand twelve. I um I super like that the main character is voiced by uh, Zim. Oh yeah. Out of dig. By Richard um Corvitz. Richard Yeah, Horvitz. Yeah, he's got a good and he's, he's his voice never changes, so he's coming back again. <laughs> all these years later. I think that's all I have. Well, I'll just quickly mention we watched uh, nineteen seventeen as a group. I oh, thought the movie yeah. was um I don't really have much to say about it. I thought it was decent. Uh it was fine. Well enjoyable, I would say. And then so a lot of the scenes were really cool, but I'm not a huge fan of war movies anyway. Um I didn't feel like I walked away with much more than War is Bad, which, of course, it is. Well, did you feel yeah, like I don't you think should it's have a been watching I learned in a theater? If you... It probably would Wait, have been better to watch the super, in a theater. Cause I, the Super cause Edition? I think, cause I think the visual spectacle is, is better than the... Not to say the narrative is bad. It's, it's completely enjoyable. It's completely fine. It's just, it's just another war movie that looks really nice. So it probably would have been better to see it in a theater. I learned yeah. that I like, if you I like good looking uh, war movies, that if a plane, if a, an enemy's plane crashes in front of you, don't help them out of the burning plane. Don't help just anybody. stab you. But yeah, That's beyond fun. that, I'm, I'm, I'm done, and we can move on. The flask. 
What have you been doing recently? Um, I was just checking what when uh, 1917 was released because I thought I had seen it in the theater. And I did. Yeah, it was 2019, so I, I would have. I liked that movie, and I was in the theater for it, so I guess you guys missed out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I hey I said, um, I, said, I, said, I said I said nothing but positive things about it. I like that movie. I just yeah, I, I heard I feel the like, negative. I, 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 I feel like a lot of people were really overhyping that movie, and I, you know maybe I went in with medium to high expectations, and I ended up with a medium to mid high feel on it. I don't know. Yeah, I think what I said about it on the on the podcast at the time was like basically, um, that it you know not not setting high expectations, just basically like it was it's good, you know that, and that's all. Right. Right. <laughs> it's just like a, a straight up straight on journey. I liked it. Anyway. Um. Yeah, what I've been doing. Uh oh, I watched Army of the Dead by by old rascal Zack Snyder on Netflix. I think uh, some of the group I think some of the group watched that too, but I was out that day. Okay. Yeah, I think Greg, didn't you see it also? I think Greg saw it. John saw Greg, it. Greg, didn't you see it also? I did. I did see it. Okay. I don't um, I'm not sure why my mic didn't pick that up the first time. <laughs> It was quite bad. All right. Uh, <laughs> no very poorly written and ugly to look at, and I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't That's like a shame. It. I think I had it on because uh, I missed the group watch. I think I had it on for about fifteen minutes before I turned it off. Mm-hmm. And and you know that don't give it a fair shake, but it was stuff like the the obviously going to die predatory rapey cop at the very beginning it's like oh okay yeah i almost turned it off as well <laughs> but you mean, then uh, I just finished it what the fuck is his name he is a, he is a known actor he is uh, a known actor i can't remember sons anarchy right yeah no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fine. I, I can't remember his name but I just, all i know is him from sons anarchy yeah okay um yeah that movie sucks um, I mean, so I like parts of it. I'll say that. I like, I like maybe a, a scene or two and a few lines of dialogue, but overall. So what were you going to say? I was going to say I kind of like. Uh, I don't like it in like, oh, this is like cool. I like it. In, oh, this is like dumb, dumb, cool. The, uh, the how the zombies work where they had like the king zombie and the alpha zombies. Oh, I thought yeah, that sure. I thought that was like dumb, but cool dumb. Like B movie shit dumb. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I can but, see. But uh, but other than that, yeah, like there were just scenes that were insane, <laughs> and I mean, I don't know, whatever. Whatever is right. Army of the Dead. <laughs> or they, um, <laughs> there's your review. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, and also, I, I said ugly. He was the cinematographer on this movie. Uh, Zack Snyder did his own cinematography, and the cinematography is really bad. I, like uh, I don't know how how you film that, and and like everyone's okay with that. But yeah, everything's super like shallow focus, and it it makes one nauseous. I don't get Zack Snyder fans. Me neither. Um. So my main thing though is another edition of but why but why flask um 
I played. Oh my god! Did you did you did you do a whole series of things that you didn't like? I did one thing that I liked. Okay. For the most part, which is I played Rule of Rose, a PS2 game what from the 2006. F- why? <laughs> Rule of Rose. I predicted your exact reaction, Craig. Um. Rule of Rose. Rule Excuse of Rose. Me. Edit out this typing while I Google. Sure. It is a PlayStation dumb, 2 game from 2006 near the end of the PS2's life. It's just all uh, about dumb uh, nuts. Yeah, yeah, evil children. Quick, quick, all right, I was just say quick sniff test. This makes sense. I yeah, it, makes sense. it does make like sense. Me. But also, it looks like it's got a... It says 94% of Google users liked this video game. People wow. really like Go- the story. Go- <laughs> and, and, and what's Google users against 59 on Metacritic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Flask. What is it? I don't know. You tell me, Flask. So, you know, I'm gonna try not to spend too long on this, but anyone will tell you that the combat in the game is garbage. Like, sucks cog. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Like, not just <laughs> Silent Hill levels of like janky, but like worse than Silent Hill than any Silent Hill game. It's bad. Um, hit detection right. is even just like half of the time doesn't work. Anyway, um, th- what most people will praise is the story and the presentation. And uh, I like the presentation, and I like the atmosphere. Found the story a little silly uh, and a bit off when, like, when you understand everything, it's kind of a, felt a little off to me. Um, do, does anyone mind if I just outright spoil this PS2 game from? Uh, I was actually going to play mind. that tonight. I, <laughs> I don't care. Okay, then I'm going to just do it real quick. Spoilers for Rule of Rose until forty nine thirty two. Um, basically the whole game is a young woman remembering okay, the sequence of events is her parents died in a Zeppelin crash that she was also in, but she was the only survivor of, and then she was abducted and forced to live in jump a, at the last minute. Is that what she did? I, yeah. She, I'm sure that's what, how she survived. It's going to hit the ground. Cause all of the, up. yeah, all of the, uh, absolutely the momentum was gone. Same thing as like yeah. an elevator. Yeah. Exactly. Right. That's why I always carry a, a plane cushion with me. right uh after she survived the zeppelin crash she was the only survivor and her parents died in it she was abducted by a guy and forced to live he's a crazy guy forced to live in his home forced to cross-dress as his son and then she's brought to an orphanage she's rescued by an orphan child brought to an orphanage where she had a briefly deep companionship with the one girl who like rescued her uh before being just like relentlessly treated like shit by all the other kids and then her dog is killed by those kids on the order oh, of the enough. girl that she had a relationship with. And then she finds inner strength finally when after her dog is killed. But then that other girl further manipulates the crazy guy who had abducted her into killing all of the orphanage kids and then killing himself and leaving the, like a, the protagonist girl like a fever alive. dream. Exactly. Uh, and, and we don't really find out what she's up to now as a young adult. Uh, aside from, you know, like processing the trauma by remembering all of it as a survival horror game, because that's what you're doing. Um, it, it exactly, Andy. It sounds like a fever dream when you understand all that. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> that was the to sequence fair, of events. Sound, it's kind of a weird. This is doesn't sound that much weirder than like we just played Resident Evil Eight, and that story was pretty fucking sure, weird too, sure. But it treats itself seriously. 
that's 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 the thing. Resident Evil Resident Evil games don't take themselves that seriously. That's the thing. I think, I think of, that is uh, the big difference. Rat on rat on a stick. Rat on a stick, man. It's um, it's the lack of self it's the lack of self awareness. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, you posted a good point there, Andy. Is that uh, it wasn't released at all in like the EU? I think straight no, up they just not. banned it. Uh, yeah, so it there's very few copies out there on the market, physical copies. So it's it's very expensive at this point to purchase one. Um, yeah, well, how much did you pay? Yeah, how much did you pay for it? You know, enough. Holy flash, fuck, flash, dude, you're not you, kidding. Yeah. I just looked this thing up on eBay. Oh, my God. Now, obviously, right. this listing is just one listing, so it's, it's probably, you probably wouldn't pay this much, but it's a listing for $1,100, but then I see two other listings for in the realm of three to $400. That's nutty. It is, it is. It is ludicrous. I can't believe you paid that much. No, I. You know, I had it from before. Anyway. Um. Oh right, of course you had it from <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah. And uh, uh, actually, I just want to go back and say that no, I'm finding other listings. I guess depending on the condition of the game, I see one that's like a mint sealed version for almost ten thousand dollars. So I cannot believe you paid that much money for Blast. <coughs> At it from before. Uh, yeah, that's funny, Andy. It criticizes the game's totally broken combat and thoroughly excruciating backtracking controls and camera angles. That is pretty funny. Would, would and you, real. Would you say that is would you say those are accurate statements? Pretty accurate, yeah. Um the gameplay itself is is not good. Um But then it's it's kind of weird for a story message to be like about digging through your memories to to find sympathy for the people who caused directly all of the trauma in your life. Like that's basically what the game is about is becoming sympathetic to the people who abused her. Um, and maybe that's just me, but Yikes. I, uh, yeah, I don't mind a story about cringe. dealing with your, you know, your trauma and memories, you know, lots of games do that. And that's what it is, at least on the surface, but it is a little lame when everything turns out to be sort of a, just like a warped, dreamy memory type of thing where you have to infer half of the meaning in the game. Oh, of course. I think I think it was all a dream. It's the laziest, the single laziest plot device there is. I hate it in everything. Quite lazy. I, always, I do also dislike I, it. I don't know if I can say a single story that had that as the twist that I enjoyed. It's never fulfilling. But, you know, the game never really pretends to be anything but that, even from the very early on. I, I suppose that's fair. It's not like a twist. It was broadcast. Yeah. So it's it's well, a little easier to swallow. I can think of one game. What's that? And that game is a new uh New Hope. Uh that uh that horror game we played. Wait, what? The, uh, you know, the Dark Pictures anthology? I think, oh. I think oh, that was hope. I think that was a I, I think that was little a great hope. game to play I don't know with. That was new hope. I think that was a great game to play with four of my pals. I I, I don't think I would have enjoyed the game playing it alone. Oh really? You know the new think, one gonna announce, right? I don't think those stories are good. I just think they're fun <laughs> to play with people. <laughs> yeah. The problem is they now everyone just assumes that that's the only trick they have in their bag. You know, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna reveal it was actually just like some kind of Dude. bullshit at the end." Yeah, you need to see this new one though. This new one they showed a trailer for, and like a maybe like eighteen minutes of like stuff up for it. It's pretty damn different now. I forget what's the setting of the new one. 
Uh, you're in like the Middle East, and an earthquake happens, and you end up in a temple underneath the ground. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And there's like monsters I mean, I, in it. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to playing that with the twin crew. Absolutely, got to get the twin boys in on that. <laughs> I'll never forget. I hope we. Oh God. Look, man, you you know just as well as I, there might just be some evidence there towards not. theory. Nope, there in wasn't. The, in, the ne- in, the next, we, in the next level. Me, and Kurt, then. and Knoxville both knew it wasn't going to happen, and we were berated <laughs> savagely. We were you insulted. Our honor was hey, besmirched. And then I just want to say, out, I disagreed with you guys. I agreed with John, but I did not insult anybody. I just want to make that clear to the audience. I did not insult anybody. I, I also want to make clear that... I think it was maybe like the second or second session of playing it, and we were still we were still talking about this, and John brought it up, and the second he brought it up, the dude shows up, and everyone just started screaming at John. It was very funny. Oh, I remember that. Uh, I remember, that, I remember that John later admitted. We're picking out John since he's that not he here. Fuck, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, that he, that, that he Googled it and he knew that he was wrong and he yeah, still he doubled just, down. <laughs> I have respect like, for that. fuck, man? Great what? Great. You can't understand that, but that's, that's the essence of the funny man. called that's... commitment to a bit. That's why he's the funny man, okay? I think that, I think, I think that I was, really I think that was that. the first time I've laughed this, this episode. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it was because of John. <laughs> Fuck. Thank you, John. Uh, I've granted some you, pity laughs. <laughs>, some laughs right now. All right, Flash. So you played a shitty 2006 horror game on the PS. No, that's the that thing. You know, I story. maybe I'm maybe I'm being you know forgiving because I have patience for as long as the atmosphere is good, I can tolerate a lot. Uh, the gameplay is definitely not good, and I think everyone can agree on that. But the game is, I think, is still worth playing. Even though when you understand everything, it's kind of silly, uh, just because of the feeling you get when you're in it. You know, it's like it's it's got this really weird, you know, Japanese sensibilities kind of uh, strangeness about the he- all I, the proceedings with like an English I can appreciate flavor. that. I can appreciate that, but I I know that I will never play this game. A lot like, of people I, know I they not, would never play this game. It's true. Like, I would never play a game that I know is has, quote, totally broken combat and thoroughly excruciating backtracking controls and camera angles if the story doesn't even pay off well. Like, like I get the, the feeling about the mood, but I don't, for me, personally, maybe I'm talking too much about mood. I will say, I think that person is being a little... I don't think the backtracking is a problem because one of the mechanics in the game, or actually I should say one of the primary mechanics, if not the primary mechanic, is your dog, Brown. You give him items to sniff, and then he leads you around tracking related items. And it's a really interesting system for how to, like, get make progress in the game. Because you're just, you're not that's, having that's to find it on your yeah. own. You're you're following dogs or the dog's nose. Uh, and so you're picking up items and connecting them to other key items through your dog. And he's leading you to new areas. I think it, that's actually kind All right, of that, that, intriguing. That, that's interesting. So the backtracking is, ain't, ain't bad, but the other stuff is, to be clear. Anyway, that's Rule of Rose from 2006. What else you got, Flaz? Nothing. Oh, wow. That's, that's all I was going to talk about. You really, you really ended it on a home run, didn't you, pal? I did. What did you say, Vito? I think one. we can... I said I love I hearing about obscure games from Flask. Thank you. I hope everyone. I think does. we can do a uh, 
a Greg roundtable before we go to break. Greg? Yeah. I what's been on, what's been on your plate recently? Um, Greg, 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 Greg. Besides anime and work, uh, I've only played Days Gone. Uh, I actually beat it yesterday. Nice. Uh, that game is a solid 7.5 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> Dude. You just, ain't and you beat it. it. But it was so nice, you beat it twice. So nice, I bought it twice, I played it twice, and I played the second time on the hardest difficulty. Well, you guys. It didn't look very hard. Yeah, I, I did. True that. Um, I super like the world. I like the zomb- the uh, the freakers, the zombies. I think they're like the coolest part of that game. I like uh, the driving of the motorcycle. I like the camps. There's a lot of stuff I like. I How's the hate... world in that game? The map? Because I I would see you like you know do these little raids on zombie outposts whatever. But I didn't. I never yeah. saw you like free roaming like driving around. It's it's basically like a big map. Drive. It's uh, it's it's a decently big map, yeah. But there's like a, the main main. It's not even an issue. This game looks pretty. It looks gorgeous. It's cool. It looks it looks very good. Um, I said one of the things is on the map is uh. At least for the hardest difficulty, I wasn't allowed to fast travel, so I had to drive everywhere, and right. that was a pain of an ass, a pain in the ass because I would get ambushed constantly, which meant people would uh, put wire traps on the road, and I would continuously hit them, get thrown off my bike, and then there would be a sniper waiting, and he would shoot me or, and kill me dead, or uh, I would have you to can't see the murder traps. Like, I can, but I usually see them at the last second because I'm like either on my mm. phone and like just kind of freeballing it um but a lot of the time it just ends up with me murdering a bunch of marauders and then having to scramble around look for stuff to fix my bike because my bike flew into a ravine gotcha but uh the freakers are cool i think you watch um watch me clear a few hordes i think that mm-hmm. is the best part of that game clearing the hordes out setting up Hordes are in, like, there are some wandering around the map, but some are set in certain areas, and those ones have crazy amounts of zombies. And um, you can set up, like, you have a whole area that you can work with, and there are traps you can set up. You can basically plot out a course you want to take, and you lead. You basically, you're supposed to lead the freaks while you're shooting them, like, through this whole obstacle course. And I think it's a blast. I love it. That sounds fun. And then, but if you get caught... You will most likely die immediately or instantly. Yeah. Yeah, the mechanics um, in that game look cool. It kind of, to me, looked like a like a super polished tech demo because, like, the whole game kind of revolves around the tech behind the hordes and hordes of zombies. Right, they like looks swarm so over fucking each other, good. like water. Yeah, right? dude. Yeah, like yeah. that movie, uh, World War Z, or the terrible adaptation. There are World War Z. Yeah, there are some cool storylines. I like some of them are very cool. There are some that I were not so cool. But my fucking biggest, my big, maybe this is a hot take. I don't know. I think I've said it before. I hate Deacon. I did say that before. I said it many times. I somehow didn't realize that's what you were going to say again, that you hated Deacon. I was like, oh, he's he's got another hot take. So (laughs) I started getting, um, so there's these little things that go on. Uh, They're called Radio Free Oregon, and it's a guy in the radio, and he does like a little like monologue. But then Deacon has to talk, and it got to the point where the moment Deacon started talking, I just skipped the dialogue because I didn't want to hear him have his (laughs) stupid fucking dumb monologue. What's the word on uh, 
Oh, sorry. What? Go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. Uh, I was just gonna say, what's the word on a sequel for this game? Is did they mention uh, one? Are they working on one? I, I thought so. I thought I heard something about it that they weren't gonna make one. I feel like they should put it in a, like a whole because they talk about like different parts of like the world, like the country. Like they say, uh, I think they say like California is just fucking destroyed. They nuked uh, one of the cities, but people are saying, "Oh, I don't think that's true." Um, the game so. The game has like a post credit stuff where like it unlocks stuff. And um the stuff at the end of the credits is really weird. Uh I don't know if any do you guys can I spoil it? I am gonna you play guys, it, so you're gonna play it? Alright, I'm yeah. not gonna say it then. But uh the story the main story is pretty dang cool. Like a lot of it's decent, but there is some shit that you gotta sift through. But uh overall, I super enjoy that game and I think it's totally worth it. If they made a mod just for you called Deacon Gone that just De- replaced no, him with like a tofu need, block or something, I don't. Would you I buy the game Deacon again? Gone. I need a. I need mu- Deacon needs to be mute. Like maybe give him like a ripper, uh, which are like one of the bad guys, like just <laughs> cuts out his throat uh, or cuts oh, okay. out like his his voice box or whatever. Who cares? And he can't talk anymore. I just don't want to hear him. You heard Greg so- Nexus mods. It was fun watching yeah. you play. That's a game that I otherwise would have just avoided because it got me. I don't, I don't, I'm like a sh- stickler. Like I will not Dude, play it, it gets, a game that's like mediocre, has mediocre mm. reviews. Um, See, mediocre reviewed games usually are pretty dang good. But, but I believe you and, and you're not the first, you know, John also says, said famously, you know, he loves a good seven out of 10 game. And I totally get that. I mean, it's like, you know, like a good seven out of 10 movie, you know, it's just like, if you have a, you know, there's room in, in in your life. It's almost like junk food, you know? Junk food. Exactly. Um, I think just because my time gaming is like very limited. So I'm like, if I want to play a game, it's got to be at least like an eight out of eight and a half out of 10 game. And now your fingers are more limited. Now my Which fingers, yeah, I am down one. Hey, I'm but you, very, you, uh, you, you've opened up a little bit. You, the, the meme used to be that you wouldn't buy a game that didn't get a nine on IGN. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm used, very used easy to, to please. So it's yeah, but I'll give this Psychonauts this point, uh, game a try. I mean, you know, whatever, seven out of ten. It's fine with me. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be good junk food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I hope they make a sequel. I'll buy the sequel and I'll buy it again on the PC when you, uh, tell me it's a PlayStation exclusive and then send it to the, uh, scene. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, why, do, why do I have 30 DMs from Flash? <laughs> get him out now. What did I do? <laughs> get him out. Get him out. Get him out. Nothing. Nothing. I didn't get uh, it. But yeah, totally make a sequel uh, or use that technology uh, with the thousands of zombies or freakers running all. That's over what the I place. think. They. I would hope that you know a sequel just fixes everything else about the game. Yeah, fix all the shit, the buggy. It was yeah, badass watching you fight those zombies. I, I will. Say, so I only had one game-breaking bug in that game, and I had to just restart my whole game. I was uh, fighting in a camp. And right as I hit a dude, the floor underneath him disappeared. Like, it chunked and disappeared. And he didn't die, so he just kind of, like, fell down there, and I couldn't get to him. So I had to restart the whole game to complete the camp. I was like, all right. That sick. was weird. Very sick. One last thing I'll say is that, like, that would be a cool game if 
there was some multiplayer somehow. So, <laughs> but I don't think that will ever happen because, like, think about like the instancing of those enormous hordes of zombies well, and the system requirements. Some point, and, My big thing. All right, it, I, it's a different I didn't game, want to say yeah. it. I would super like if they had a co-op mode to this, but I also see why there's not. Because there was a part in the game where they even talk about where uh, they want like you to go fight a horde, and you say you uh, basically say, "Hey, no, stay up here and cover me." Um, because if you come down, if you go down there with me, we're just gonna end up pulling our groups of zombies on top of each other and just both die. So I get that. Where I can see if it was co-op us playing, and one of us making a wrong turn, and we just get sandwiched in between two groups, and we just get yeah. ripped apart. Well, I guess if I, you think about it, funny, if you if you look at the game from like a top down perspective, it's like the game Snake, you know, like the phone game. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd so like yeah, to see that game from a top down view. That'd be cool. It's just seeing the like hundreds of them barreling out of a building, and slowly you seeing the bodies drop. Probably look a lot funnier. Well, yeah. Well, I was making a joke, but maybe you'll get a mobile uh, game soon. Yeah, stick. Let's let John stick with the jokes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Speaking of John, um, when he gets back, uh, can we press a red on a stick onto his face? We absolutely can. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, I have yeah, another good. game I want to talk about, but I'm gonna. Wait, wait you for mean John the, pot, the pod rat? Pod I'm rat. sorry. What? You, yeah. What did you say, Greg? You, you had something to talk about, but you're gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for John because he's going to oh, okay. get played. There. Right. Maybe after the rat, Greg. All right. Greg uh, he's I actually think... coming back. Wow, I think we got through all of our roundtables before the break. Uh, no, there was I a guess break that means. There. Oh, okay. It's time for a break. It's time for we a break. One. Break, yes. break, 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 break. Brock. What's happening on the uh, the, the schedule there? Somebody keeps calling me a smelly felly. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's green here. I want some names. Who's green? Oh, wait. This fucking link actually works. And there's this whole story here. Hmm. <laughs> 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 you know, I, the... I, I actually said that without <laughs> actually clicking it. And then I clicked it immediately. <laughs> no, this is, definitely, this is definitely a flask bit. What is on the other side of the link, Andy? Why, it's a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, hop into the news. Let's go talk about the news. So as we speculated already, um, Microsoft and Bethesda have announced that they will host a joint conference at E3. And it just makes sense, considering that they're now the same entity, or... One that owns the other. Wonder if that means. Uh, wonder how they'll split that up. If Bethesda will just be another part of the show, like maybe they'll give their own half hour to Bethesda or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll just like. Do you think because that I'm they'll sure. do it separately, or that they'll just com- straight up combine? Well, they said they're doing a. Ho- they're hosting a joint conference, and so yep. I. Okay. That, that's. What, you know, so that's why I'm wanting the structure because surely Bethesda wants to keep the uh, strength of its brand alive. So it behooves it behooves uh, everybody to include it in there. Super nice behooved. use of behooves. 
Um, speaking of behooves and Microsoft and Bethesda, has anybody been following this like Starfield release date uh, craziness on Twitter? Not really. Um, so I, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm like fully informed. So I don't know, maybe Andy, if you want to hop in, but, um, I guess Starfield's release date, they haven't, they haven't announced a release date officially. I believe Jason Schreier came out and said that he believes it's going to be released in late 2022. Uh, and well, yeah, I, I thought maybe yeah. even last week, or I think the last podcast we reported when, Jeff Grubb, I think, initially broke the news that uh, Starfield would not be released this year. Right. But somehow, I guess uh, this game has like spawned like a, this very large uh, fan base already. It kind of seems like a Star Citizen kind of thing. Where well, I mean, that makes perfect sense, though. I mean, there's a huge amount of people who like followed Skyrim all the way through its, all its different editions, love the shit out of Fallout 4, and this is the next thing, you know? That's I guess. I, I haven't and seen that, evidence that's, of that on the internet. Yeah, I only noticed it on Twitter. Um, okay. Just, like, monitoring, a lot of like, people, the gaming There's topics. a lot of people de- denying that it's been delayed, basically. Yes, people are, people, a lot of fans are denying that it's been delayed, or, or, or rather, or they're saying it's gonna be released this year. Um... Some people are even going as crazy to say like that they're gonna stealth drop it at E three and shit. It's 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 all kind of zany. Um, I don't know. I I'm just sure want to that mention that. Happen. No, of course not. But it's just like pretty weird uh, how brainwashed a lot of these people. I mean, they haven't even showed much of this game at all, right? Why is everybody even? I don't think you know, anything of it. They're washing just, their own just brains just for no reason. <laughs> Like, why well, drive what, yourself crazy? Saying, over, it's like kind of like the Elden Ring shit. I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying, man. It's all about the, it's all about the brand. You know, yeah. that's why that's why it wouldn't really make sense for Microsoft just to make Bethesda like, you know, just like three four three industry part of their presentation because they want they want people to be hyped for what Bethesda does. You know, and I have to imagine I mean, it's part of it is like uh, feeling like you're part of something, like you're inside of something some kind of hype train that's going on or some kind of speculation. Yeah, I guess. It's just weird to, to say, like, in the face of, like, actual, like, gaming journalists, like, no, you're wrong. It's actually, <laughs> they're actually releasing it this year. Right. Uh, no evidence at all. <laughs> that sure. being said, Starfield's Shadow Drop, Microsoft, Bethesda, E3. Dude, get yeah, ready. No, of it's course. happening. I'm ready for Along it. With Psychonauts. Don't worry uh, about it. Starfield. Yeah. Yeah, because Phil Spencer's uh, Twitter avatar is Starfield. <laughs> it's Raz on a Starfield. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> it's the same game. Uh, Valve is reportedly developing a Switch-like portable gaming PC, seemingly called the Steam Pal. Steam uh, Pal. Sounds cool. First off, I'll say that. I'm immediately skeptical because <laughs> everything I know about computer hardware tells me that you can't do that. Like you're not gonna make a you're not gonna make a three hundred dollar machine that that plays Steam games the same no. way that a PC does. I will dispute you there because there are uh, some handheld devices out there that do pretty damn well at that these days. They're like Chinese yeah. uh, knockoffs products. They're basically switches that play 
Steam games, PC games, and they 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 work. So I could see, I could totally see uh, a, like a, an official one doing it even better. Because I don't know how much I trust like the ones that are out right <laughs> right now. Just that they're like they have any support or anything like that. you know what I mean. They're gonna singe your hand because they're all by like no name companies. But the, I mean, it's it's still a, uh, a a category of product that exists currently. Is there any right. chance this is some sort of like streaming device kind of? Or, or? Could be. There are yeah, ones like kind of like the state, like the Stadia. Like, what if it's something like that and not, you know? Uh, I suppose I could handle some. Yeah, something like that might make sense, though. You know, in that it, case, it, you don't need like powerful hardware, but at, right? But at the same, but at the same time, you're making a, a a portable gaming PC that has to stream. You know, you're not always going to have an internet connection when you're carrying your Switch around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. I'm excited. Valve does fun things when they step in the hardware. Even if they fail uh, miserably. Very <laughs> true. 343 Industries is finally fixing Halo's messed up graphics for the MCC version. So this is a long tale that you guys probably have heard a little bit about, but... Uh, the gist is that when Gearbox initially ported Halo to the PC, um, they did not do it quite right. So a lot of visuals got messed up in translation, and every iteration of Halo has been built on that port. Uh, mm-hmm. So 343 is finally going back and uh, fixing it. Uh, and looking at the YouTube video, it's actually, you know, we were, long story short, we were going to have a pod a week ago, and... I'm kind of forgetting everything, but it, it does look better. It looks nice. Yeah, there were you know broken effects, broken uh, bump maps, textures. Uh, there were. I remember textures uh, like doing the old purple thing that they do when they're all fucked up. Well, oh, I don't know. There um, was you experienced. There was that, that in uh, the original one. Yeah. Oh. The Noxu wow. plan, and uh, that happened in um, when you're in the snow level and you're in like the uh, with the cartographer. The uh the entire like one a section of the wall was like all purple and uh like, like texture missing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But yeah, for the most part it's like it just the same but worse or just wrong. You know what I mean? Like like just it'll be there, it's just not what it's supposed it to be. It ain't right. Right. I have a ton of respect for three four three and their work on the Master Chief collection. I have a little yeah, less respect yeah, for them I mean, with their work I, on the I, Halo I feel like, series. <laughs> I feel like you could just easily not do that, you know? Like, why fix oh, the absolutely. graphics oh, yeah, on, yeah. On, on Halo 1? Like, no, I appreciate that. It's fine I, you know, and maybe that's just because I, I, we're now in an age where, like, developers don't do anything unless, you know, it's going to affect their bottom line. Um, so, I think that's cool of them. I completely agree. Hey, fun gaming fact. Uh, as of May 23rd, 2021, Skyrim is now older than Morland was when Skyrim was released. It's insane to think about. Don't let it set in. You know, I've been thinking about playing Morland again. Well, wasn't the... Uh, was that? Weren't we doing the multiplayer one? I thought we were gonna at one point. I would like to do. I would still love to do that. 
I still got all that shit downloaded. I'd be down to do that. I still have all I think that. I do. I think I do too. Dude, I've gone back and played Morrowind multiple times. I can't. Maybe I've played Skyrim like twice, three times through. But it's crazy. Rita, we should get you in on the jank. It'll be a, no. it'll be a group experience. No. Why not? No, man? what he says. No, I watched you guys play. It was fucking weird. Uh, just yeah, it just looked janky and. I, I didn't really get the point. I don't really get the point of any mod that makes like a single player game multiplayer. Like, don't you guys also what? do like uh, I don't know? You and Knoxville are gonna do like Super Mario multiplayer. Like, why? What's the point of that? What What do you mean why? Because it's a it's a fun game you had as a kid, and you get to play it with somebody. yeah, and you get to play with your friends. I don't, don't you, you like know, your I, friends. I really don't care. I don't. Yeah, yeah you're both I like doing think... the same thing. I don't know. Skyrim, I yeah, get. You're doing less, it together. Maybe, maybe, maybe Super Mario, I get, but Skyrim. What? Uh, I don't you get why like, I would do it with somebody else. Do the same quest, like, like what you talk to the same people and no, kill like the same both, enemy. You're both synced up on a quest, and you like, like for example, like doing dungeons. Instead of doing that dungeon by yourself, you and your friend are doing that dungeon. Vito. Yeah, you're just tackling yeah, but it does together. it like does it like does it like scale up though? At least or. Not really. What the fuck do you mean scale? I don't, I don't even know. I mean, that's like... I mean, that's like up to you, I guess. Wouldn't it? I I actually don't know if, if it scales the difficulty at all. I don't think so. But then again, like oh, the, way, really? the way you I, play as single player is going to be different from the way you play when you have companions. Because single mm-hmm. player, you want to tackle things kind of carefully most of the time. If you're going through a dungeon or something, you don't want to like... Uh, attract all the attention at once whereas with uh you know another player or, or a group you can you sort can of handle more at and like what about what about items like if you kill somebody does it drop like duplicate items Each. so that your friends can get one also or is it just uh, one? In, in skyrim for example no only one thing drops the items unless it's a quest item then it will drop multiples of said quest item for you it's interesting but um, see that i mean that that's I played, a fun way to diversify yourself because not everybody's going to get all the all the god tier yeah. stuff, or you'll have to just split out the god tier stuff between everybody. You know, me and yeah. um, I think I remember the last time you guys played, you guys all gathered in like a tavern, and some other dude that was not one of you guys was there, and he just fucked you guys up. Uh, he was like super strong. <laughs> I don't remember that. Crazy so I don't know magic. What you're talking about. And then everybody quit. I think at, not because of that specifically, but I guess people couldn't connect or were like disconnecting. Greg just doesn't remember that well, veto. Yeah, I don't. You need to stop this. <laughs> I mean, me and um my buddy Gabe, uh, like a few weeks back, we played uh, Morrowind co-op. We did. We were just doing the Mages Guild stuff together. It was a blast, dude. We just have two different. I'm a magic. I was a magic guy. He punched shit. And we just would team up and at the low levels, just beating the shit out of people. It was a blast. Hear that, Vito? A blast. All right. Well, blast. I don't want to yuck your uh, yuck your yum. So, well, you have like a a dumb a limp finger, bro. Why am I even listening to you? You Keep don't even have like your appendages. You can't even use all of them. You're right. A part of my brain was in that finger. Yeah. <laughs> you have your brain distributed throughout your entire body. I got to throw like out a, or like a star. I got a shout out, shout out to Charlie and John here. Squeenix is remaking Dragon Quest Three in the HD 2D engine, which has been used for Octopath. Yeah, and uh, Triangle Strategy. That's the upcoming one. Yeah, 
It's kind of well, interesting. You them uh, that, that they like that game or something. They're they're Dragon Quest fans. Yeah. Um, I've never played a game in the series, but I I do think this is a cool idea is remaking um an older game in a like newer pop popular different games style. Uh I, I in general like the vibe of that. So that that's cool. I uh I owned Dragon Quest three for the Game Boy Color. So I, I I don't think I ever finished it because it was one of those kid games that you just play but never finish. But I did enjoy it back in the day. And Dragon Quest three you know, I assume the reason they're doing this one in particular is because this was the one that was super popular at the time it came out and, you know, broke records and still one of the most, like, best sell. I think it's the best sell. No, it's the best selling entry in the series, I believe, for sure. Uh, but it's, it's like one of the best selling games of all time or something like something crazy like that. It's, it's big. So, uh, yeah, now that Octopath's engine has become so popular, they, they're like, it's an interesting idea. What is this going to be on? So I is going to switch. Uh, I don't know. It seems like a switch release, but I don't know if it's going to have broader appeal than that. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Probably opinion. won't get to play. Okay. <laughs> I recommend that everybody read this IGN special report if you're interested in the story. I'm going to briefly talk about it, but uh, IGN did a big deep dive into uh, why so many people have left Blizzard. What's going on there? You know, there's no one smoking gun is the gist of it. Uh, Quote, Mm -hmm. some feel Blizzard has been on the decline over the past three or four years amid layoffs, budget cuts, and a lack of major releases. The story goes on to like expand on all those points and talk about Jeff Kaplan in particular, um, though they, nobody knows for sure why he left, but you know, it seemed like there was some uh, there was some screwing of bonuses happening. Um, there was a lot of work being done for years where teams weren't shipping anything, you know, which creates this like feeling where are you really doing anything, you know? Um, yeah. Which which might explain help help explain why a lot of people who've left Blizzard have gone into the indie scene. Um, another quote here. Blizzard developers typically haven't left to lead big budget games. They've gone to smaller studios, perhaps to search for what one current Blizzard that source family terms. Feeling. That family feeling. So it seems Makes like sense. it's just uh, an example of, you know, maybe Blizzard's not doing super great, but they're doing well enough that it's a big corporation. It's not feeling as fun, as new, as like, uh, top of the industry as it felt 10 years ago and you know uh, everybody's only got a certain amount of shit they can take before they're like alright I gotta just move on to something else I totally get it um, world's, yeah. world's really not like the way it was before where you just stayed at one company forever you know and even this article describes how these people staying at Blizzard this long is ultimately an anomaly but uh, I think yeah. all game designers these days are basically chasing the dream of like 90s 2000s game developers studios right you know that, hanging that, out with the boys sure. not just the like game. the family feeling but yeah exactly greg just like just hanging out and making video games and you release one every few years you know every couple of years you get one out it's, it's like you know it used to be fun to do this because like you recognize you're making video games and not 
you're going to software not, not, cash not software bags. developer meetings not like talking yeah. about like markets and shit like that yeah. it's like, you know taking all the fun out of video games mm-hmm. which is some people's it's crazy uh, because thesis fun video games sell better so you would think at this point they'd be like hey finish your game take your time well you Don't see that's the release garbage that's the naive simplistic perspective of us players greg Blizzard is owned by Activision, whose CEO Bobby Kotick has said, "My job is <laughs> to take the fun out of fun out of video games." That's what I was referencing. Yeah, this is thesis, great thesis. He, he's literally said he's not interested in franchises that they can't iterate on in a yearly basis. <sighs> oh, anyway, in more depressing video game news, everyone's oh. favorite developer, CD Projekt Red. Uh, for some reason, has missed their Q1 profit forecast significantly, and I, I can't really figure out how this could be. Wait, what? No way! How? It seems it seems as if net profit in the first quarter fell sixty four point seven percent to thirty two point five million zlotyas, well below the eighty million zlotyas expected by analysts. Yeah. Guess you better. Pump up, pump out that uh, Witcher Four, eh? Right, ACD Project Red. I bet I was. I said it somewhere else, but if they weren't already working on it, I am sure there are meetings being had about. There are at least meetings being had right now about how to make Witcher Four. Um. Yeah. There. You know. I kind of. There's some other Cyberpunk news recently. I kind of just all rolled it into that headline there. But yeah, Cyberpunk is still not on the PlayStation Store. Um, Wow. And, is uh, the game in fully fixed yet or no? I think no. I think most people say no. I mean, like the there's been some major there was patches about roadmap, that right. Well, that was what I was going to get to next. There's been some right. major patches that have like sort of addressed a lot of the major issues, but not real, but not all of them. You know, it's stuff like it's stuff like oh hey, people know really quickly that the police don't actually chase you in cars and they spawn right next to you. So the fix for that has been to just make them spawn farther away. So they still spawn <laughs> far away and then and then run to you. You know what I mean? Like it's not like police chases are in the game now. Um but I think most people would agree that it's just not really been a whole lot of work very quickly, which peop the Cyberpunk fans would say is a good thing because they're taking their time, but uh let me then they released this super cryptic roadmap that, you know, it literally has Maybe even less information than the last roadmap they released. Oh, here I put. Was there crossover camera. between these roadmaps? There was, of course, there was. Yeah, um, but half of this roadmap is stuff that they've already released. <laughs> and, so they could and, say and that, like, "Oh, we did it," you know. Yeah, and, and, and then the stuff that they haven't released is just a big block that says multiple patches and updates and free DLCs. Next generation edition what coming is in H2. next gen? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, oh, you guys don't like that, free stuff. That that means the PS5 uh, uh, Series X edition. It's not. I think. Oh, I no. didn't. Wow. And mm. another thing about this roadmap yeah, that uh, this roadmap implies that this stuff has been delayed to 2022, but they haven't had the balls to come out and say it has. because <laughs> they initially were saying this is going to come out in the second half of 2021. Well, I wish them. Yeah, good I'm luck thinking they got a. 
I'm theorizing here based on nothing. Uh, they've got like a small team working on fixes for Cyberpunk and everybody else is on Witcher 4 already. Maybe, but I, I really feel, I don't know. It's hard to say because like, I feel like all of their all of their messaging, and I don't believe much of what they say, but it, it has this theme of like, we feel as if we have no choice but to fix cyberpunk. You know, like like they must an... they they must get it on the PlayStation Store, for example. Like that is just it's a non-starter. Like they have to. Like they can't they can't have a game that got denied off the PlayStation Store and literally never got back on it because of how broken it was. Also, with cyberpunk, which is supposed to be their like. Like a, like a point, yeah. God, yeah, like a point in them. history <laughs> for them. Yeah, people were talk, people were going crazy. We're going crazy about that game when it was coming out, and uh, there it was. There it was. God, how are things allowed to happen as they did? Yep. Rom site owner, a Rom site owner has decided to fight Nintendo in court and has defended himself against Nintendo. Don't do that. And then Nintendo won two Nintendo won two point one million dollars in damage <laughs> against yeah. now closed pirate site ROM universe. Yikes. Shouldn't have gone after Nintendo man. Small indie company. I'll just quote this uh this He defended himself here. like like he was, he was his, his own, own lawyer. defense, yeah. Yes. No. Now, he pulled up. He pulled now, the Charlie, yes. basically. Now let me quote this thing right here to explain why uh, you don't do that. Quote: Defendant filed a declaration in opposition to the motion, wherein he declares that he quote denies and disputes that he uploaded any files to said website, and at no time did he verify the contents of said ROM file, which is directly contradictory to his <laughs> sworn depositions testimony wherein he testified that he uploaded the ROM files onto his website, Judge Marshall hmm. noted. Isn't it, wasn't it also Damn a for-profit ROM site? It was. Which, don't do that. Was, Fucking don't do that. What the hell? He, t- he testified that during t- 2019, the site generated between thirty dollars to $36,000 in revenue. <laughs> the judge ruled that the site should pay 35000 statutory damage for each... Of the 49 copyrighted Nintendo works hosted on the site. Yikes. You just don't be stupid. Jeez, I wonder if he's got like some sort of... uh, I ain't no lawman, but I wonder if it's like the site owes that money. I hope he personally doesn't owe $2 million. No, this was against him personally. That's why whether or not he uploaded the content was relevant and not just the fact that the site hosted it. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's fucked. Uh, uplifting story. Apparently, the actress for Lady Demet- Dimitrescu from Resident Evil 8 was actually like uh, just somebody who kind of wanted to be an actress who didn't really... Uh, uh, know what she was getting into um, to the point where she was not even sure for a while through the project that it was a Resident Evil game or at least through the audition process um, 
and so I don't even think she'd had any work before except in theater. And, uh, you know, it's kind of cool reading her story about how she started from that. And with one game, she's uh, basically become an internet sensation and a meme. Like, her first project just totally hits it out of the park. Yeah, way to, uh, you know, strike gold right away. <laughs> like, yeah. everyone Wait, just immediately latches on. Yeah, what yeah, a break in. Awesome. And a great performance. I saw a video with her where she was just like reading comments from the internet and she seemed cool. Yeah, yeah, she seemed yeah. to. Uh, I think I saw her doing like a reading also or something like that. She's to embrace the, the reaction. And who wouldn't? Yeah. God of War 2. I wonder if she likes the, the fanfic. I think she does. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. I think, talk she's, about you know, I think she's. Uh, in for it, you know. Uh, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, mine. I've submitted oh, numerous oh. times. I haven't got a response yet. Wait, Vito, you didn't watch the video? She's she addressed probably, it directly. She's probably busy. God of War Two has joined the delayed to 2022 club, uh, and the um, lead guy. Corey Barlog? Barlog? Barlog, yeah. Balrog. <laughs> Corey Balrog. <laughs> what, a, what a guy to be making God of War. Uh, has come out and made it clear that this was his decision, nobody else's. Don't blame anybody else except him. Yeah, he's a, which, uh, he's uh, a veteran I, I, of the industry by this point. Yeah, which uh, I'm glad to hear, of course. I mean, you always want to hear these things happen because the game just needs that time and, you know, things aren't necessarily changing, but yeah. Was anybody uh, yeah. antsy for? It's also a weird time where you have to like apologize or or say if you want to be mad at anybody, be mad at me. Like just don't be mad about game delays. They get over it. Yeah, and they're get good. Over it, dork. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to be uh, fans of this shit. Yeah, I haven't played the uh, the I haven't fully played the first one. I still got to do that. Okay, God of War is a big John game. It's a shame he's not here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, since he's game. not here, that game sucks. <laughs> And no Would you say it's a seven or less? It. I'd say it's a three. Oh my goodness. Oh my god of war. Uh and final news story of the night. On June 8th, is it? Uh No More Heroes 1 and 2. June 9th, sorry. Will be playable on Steam. It's already on or there's already Steam store pages for them. I'm That's excited. Cool. Uh, wait, it's cool. I mean, it's a series that I never experienced because I was on maybe the Wii. I owned the relevant. 2007. I, I, we had a Wii, but I never got any games for it. I just didn't give a shit about the Wii. Um, so it'd be cool to play it on the PC maybe eventually. I hear that's uh, I had, one of people's favorite games of the, of that generation often. I think I played maybe 20 minutes of it, and then I just I think I lost it and I never found it again. I never Even had more significantly so I is that. It's a game that's only lived on Nintendo consoles for a while. That's now coming to PC, which is cool. Yeah, more of that, please. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm interested in. But hey, fellas, friends, podcasters, campfire hosts, I think that's it for tonight. Uh, listeners, I hope you all have a great weekend. I hope that you all are hyped and ready for next week. Going into the Summer Games Fest into E3. 
we're still working out here at the studio what all our involvement in that is going to be. Of course, we'll be there on the show for. I mean, that's that's a given. But um, I think we're going to do a mixture of podcasting and maybe some Twitch streaming. You know, twitch.tv slash broken campfire. It may show up without any warning at all. I On want some top warning. of that, if you've liked the, what you've heard so far, recommend us to your friends and for sure drop us a rating on iTunes. We would appreciate that. Follow us at Broken Campfire on Twitter. Check out our YouTube, same name. And I guess next time I talk to all of you all, we'll be uh, in the middle of E3. We'll be playing Psychonauts 2. We'll be playing Starfield. (laughs) We'll be playing Elden Ring. We'll be playing No More Heroes 3. We'll be playing, playing Dragon's God Dogma of War 2, 2 and Outbreak. Yeah. We'll be Light playing Outbreak and Dragon's Dogma 2. Two, two days and, gone. And, and days, day, gone, days gone. Days two gone 2 days gone. With, with, with two players. We'll be playing Morrowind multiplayer, deacons. but it actually scales up the difficulty based on the number of people. And like it's the perfect <laughs> experience for Vito. And we'll be playing Fishing Accident. Yeah, and we'll it. all get our finger hurt. All right. We'll have... <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what, tonight was a uh, good podcast, man. We it was an experiment. We we experimented with on not uh, on not being funny. We experimented with no John, with no funny man, and uh, it was also an experiment. in if you could host a podcast with nine fingers, and uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think we learned here tonight? You no, no, definitely right? should not do definitely that again. Never again. Never yeah. again.